All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of the M Sister Studios podcast. My name is Daniel Maddock Minetti. As always, I am here with my amazing co-host, which is just happens to be my sister as well, Miss Kimberly Minetti. Hi. Wow, you used the full name. So Kim, this podcast. Yes. We this podcast is all based around an idea you came up with. If you want to explain to everyone what that idea was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you guys figured it out because I'll put it in the title, but (laughs) I thought it would be a fun idea to discuss some superhero movies, watch them, discuss them, and rank them in accordance to different categories. And I think we should have some episodes of, like, Nerd Talk. Nerd Talk? Do you even know what Nerd Talk is, Kim? No, because I'm not a nerd at all. No, you're not. That's why I asked. I, for one, for superheroes, I feel like this was a thing for me. So that I didn't realize until I watched all these movies is I'd rather rather read about superheroes than watch superheroes Hmm. for whatever reason. Because That's interesting. But also, too, you're probably like, this is an overabundance of superhero movies. This like is too much of an overabundance like we're literally binge watching it so like i can talk about it right now is that i spent the entire day today watching most of the films that we're gonna talk chosen, about <laughs> we're talking about today <laughs> so like i feel like an overabundance of stuff yeah um i it's that, funny but though. also to be fair that was my own fault it's, it's funny, though, when you say that, because the movies we're going to talk about today in terms of this universe, there's not an overabundance of them. The other no. one that we're going to yeah. talk about next, there is so many, like, I lose track. I had to, like, I started watching the movies for the next one, and I'm, like, looking up Google. I'm, like, where's this item in relevance to all of this? You yeah. Know? So, well, but well, that will be something we'll discuss yeah, can, when we start about we'll the talk- movies about that probably mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm sure people can figure it out i thought it would be a good idea because i just super- yeah i just oh sorry no well i was gonna get into it oh i was gonna say superhero movies are never going away they're just gonna be redone no, forever. I, I, oh it's my bedtime um, I took a nap today, so I'm good. But no, I don't want them to go away. I love them. Mm-hmm. I feel a giant urge after superhero movies to go out and just like save the world. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. They um, get me. They're like they get me hyped when they're real. When you know, they they they. I don't necessarily say they get me hyped, but it's like I want to look like a superhero. Of course, who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> but anyway, um, this idea of um, I don't know what to call it. My cat's going to the restroom right now, so I apologize. Um, I came to me when I, after I watched the Suicide Squad that had just came out on HBO Max, and I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about these movies because a lot of the movies that we've, um, we've seen them together. Yeah, surprisingly. And it's been a while that, I mean, I've watched some of them. So I thought it'd be a good idea to just have something to talk about. And this is something that also can be reoccurring because there's so many superhero movies. Yeah. It can just be updated for years and years to come. And it probably will. (laughs) Which I'm not complaining about. But so what Dion and I are going to do today is we have taken five randomly selected dceu films and five randomly selected mcu films to rank and discuss them today we're gonna do the first five from dceu Mm -hmm. um and we've divided um to make it kind of more fair because i think that what i wanted to do instead of being like this one's my favorite yeah, I'm sure we pop overall will have different favorite ones, I think, just because we have different interests. But I think it would be a lot more interesting in telling you kind of a point system because sometimes, even though 
your favorite movie is your favorite, they might be lacking yeah. in one area than the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I thought it would kind of be more of a non-biased um, way to go would about it. it kind of have different um, subcategories that are going to be ranked from one to five. So I came up with them because I, <laughs> I did characters, plot, action, and then bonus, bonus points. Because um, I couldn't think of another... I was going to put costumes, but, like, that's kind of lame. That is lame. So, I was, like, bonus points. Um, so, ranking from all the movies, one to five, and then we'll have an overall score, and then we'll do some maths and find the mean of each of the rankings and see what our list is, I guess. Yeah. Overall, like, combined between me and you, like, this is our... Number one no. or like individual? So you have one. Okay. You have a list and I have a list. Gotcha. Because th- they could be different. Gotcha. What are you right there? Oh. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. What movie are we going with first? Okay. Well, we should say the movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I did a random, I went on to like random spinner application on my computer, typed in all the DCEU movies. There's, there's 10 of them. Is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you? Did you consider? Well, maybe like like nine and a half, but there's ten of them technically. Are you considering like the older, like the Batman's, like the Christian Bale Batman's? No, the stuff in this universe. There's just this. There's only there's ten. Oh wait, there was no Superman. Okay, the one I know that wasn't in it was Superman versus Batman. That one wasn't in the list, so that's six. I'm trying to think of the other three. Okay, because there's no standalone Ben Affleck Batman movie. No. So Batman v Superman's not in it. The original Justice League, Wonder Woman 1984, uh-huh. the two Suicide Squad, Squad movies, and, and Wonder Woman, the first one. Wonder Woman, yes. Yeah, okay. I'm like, wait, oh, so there is 10, okay. Yeah, there's 10. Mm-hmm. I thought there was less, but no, there's 10. Uh, yeah, I thought there was less too. Wow. Yeah. Oh well. Anyways, we have Birds of Prey. I cannot. The Emancipation of Harley Quinn. That what? Why are you laughing? The title's just so long. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Aqua. Oh, hello. Aquaman. <laughs> no, don't laugh. I had to say it. I need to cut this out. Okay, ready. Aquaman, Shazam, and Man of Steel. Which is a good, I think a good start. Mix. Yeah. A good mix. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so those are the five movies that have been selected first. We can go in that o- particular order, or do you have another order in which you want to start? Is no a- preference. Okay. I don't know where you pick where, just pick a movie. To start. I literally watch the movies. In accordance to length. <laughs> so yeah, everything no. but Justice League was first. Okay. What was the first movie you watched? Man of Steel. Okay, let's start there. Okay. Man of Steel. Um, lead the conversation, Danielle. Go. Okay. So first, my first impressions are when I first started watching Man of Steel, I first thought I forgot Russell Crowe was in this. <laughs> yeah, right? I did. Too. I literally because we we because we saw it at the theater together. Yeah, because this out was twelve years ago, like yeah. almost ten years ago, and I forgot Russell Crowe was in it as well. This was before Navy Me, like yeah, what? that's so long ago. Yeah, but, but that but counteracting that, I forgot how much I remembered from watching it. I literally forgot how much I forgot about it. <laughs> I think, okay, so this is going to be a common occurrence for me. I don't know if it was for you, but I think okay. when we first watched the movies, we don't pay as much attention as we did no. to now. No. So that, I think that's definitely Well, I also why. was like 12, so. <laughs> 
Yes, but no. But yeah, so like this time around paying more attention to things, which we'll mm-hmm. get to one little thing that I saw in Justice League that got me so excited, but I'll say yeah. that. Anyways, which you probably already know what I'm talking about. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so my first impression was, was like, Russell Crowe is in this movie. And then I looked at, so the for Man of Steel, one thing I took into consideration was, or, and for all the movies, is did they pick the right person to play the character? Yes. I didn't know a lot about it as well. Russell Crowe's character, but for Man of Steel, at least for Russell Crowe and what I don't know the actress name that he played with. I'm like, do they look like they could be Superman's parents? Yeah. Right. And I said, yes, like like Henry Cavill could look like he could be a child of those two people. Yeah. Okay. So that's what my first initial thoughts. And then going forward, not only for this movie, but for the next movie. Uh, or for the other movies is like did they pick the right person to play the character or someone that could potentially be perfect suit for the character um which is why i'm so upset that henry cavill's not playing superman anymore because like you see all the pictures of superman from the comics from social media from everything and literally that image is henry cavill it's him (laughs) it's him and he's not gonna be playing him anymore so no i think he will no, he's, I don't know. I'll um, believe it when I see it. That's fair enough. I had the same thought processes going in because a lot of the movies or the characters in these movies, I was like, damn, they're really good at this. Yeah. So it like, makes sense. They, it, it, it almost like sometimes when somebody's not a right fit, mm-hmm. you, you can, can tell. Hell. Mm-hmm. It's like they're trying too hard. Yeah. And then you know it's a right fit when it seems very natural. Right. You know. Right. Um, I agree. I forgot he was in it as well. <laughs> but I really liked his character a lot. Yeah. Obviously for... It, it was a very Russell Crowe character. Like, it gave me Gladiator vibes. Okay. Really? Well, I mean, that's like one of my favorite movies, but yes. I know, but that's very interesting. Um. <laughs> You know what's funny is like I don't after watching this movie again because I haven't seen it fully since we went to see it when it came out. (laughs) I don't understand or I'm I'm confused about the amount of flack that it gets because I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I mean, I did, too. And so there is one thing that I did not like about this movie and I think it's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to action movies, okay, this might be a reason why for, I don't know, know for this one in particular because in this movie Superman's learning just how to be Superman. Like he hasn't right. been doing being Superman for however long. Like he yeah, knows he has his skills. Story. He knows he has his skills since he was young but he hasn't used them to fight off any bad guys or whatever so he's kind of the flack might be coming from that he looks so like new yeah green he looks green because he doesn't know how to fight right but here's something i realized for this movie and this is going to play a lot into my critiques for all the other movies is action movies that involve superheroes that don't require hand-to-hand combat can be super boring because like they could stand 20 feet away and it'd be considered action, whatever thing that they do. And it's just, it's simple. You know, it's not, it's not like hands on. Yeah. It's not like in your face. It's not like fast paced. Cause like some movies that were like hand, more hands to hand on, on combat were faster paced. They were like more fun to watch. And it it's was like easier to follow those yeah. movies too. Yeah. This can become very difficult when you have this type of fight style because yeah. it's like they're flying and then they're smashing into things. I, I, I do see that where like I certain points during the fight scenes, it was hard to like, f- like figure out where they are and focus not just figure action. out. It's just like, it was, you know, like Superman fighting people of his own kind that like can fight like from 20 feet away and still attack you. Like that's not, it's not very actiony. Right. They're not touch it's not there's not touching each other. No. And probably the flack came just for I guess how so the director of Man of Steel was also Snack Zack Schneider. I know. 
So it might have been just how new or how green he made Superman look. That might have been it. Yeah. Potentially. I I see that. But and I, I understand because maybe it could, you know, the pacing can be a little slow, but it's also like you have to understand that it's an origin story. Yeah. And this movie definitely did have a slow start. Like the first hour. Yeah. You know, it was more like background and info and um I dropped something. But also too, like as much as like it's um it can be kind of strenuous, I do find that at the end of it, like you it's I appreciate it more because a lot of movies, certain movies just fly past that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or they don't have it at all. Yeah. You know, so and you just they want you to think that you just know is like yeah and it's uh, like it's kind of appeasing to the normal not comic book nerd fan base yeah because like because um, yeah. they're taking into account that like people that haven't read the comics or don't know who this person is or watch tv shows and stuff it's like, like everybody knows superman but they don't know everything about superman yeah yeah so yeah i yeah, I agree with that. Um, okay, so let's talk about the characters. Okay, give me. Let's let's kind of go with um, your thoughts on the characters, how they were, the main characters mostly. So, as in like their development, including everything, like, the actors that. Okay, let's see. So I already we already said this before. I think this movie definitely picked out like the best potentially the best people that could play each character yeah you know like superman parents were they pretty much look like they could be his parents and plus russell crowe's an amazing actor to begin with right mm-hmm. henry cavill looks like superman like poster board superman yeah. but also too you look you knew that he you could tell he enjoyed being superman right um Amy Adams, Lois amazing actress, Lois Lane. Uh here's the thing that also about some movies that I don't like is how they rush romances. I oh felt my God, they ru- yeah, they rushed <laughs> it. I felt they definitely rushed this romance. They definitely did. Um, because it wasn't realistic. No, like, I know the end of the world does stuff to people, but like come on <laughs> and that's what i thought about too, you a lot in superhero movies too and i'm like all right well i guess when you're fighting bad guys in the world might be over everything is heightened so like yeah. maybe that makes sense why you, yeah you guys would fall in love with each other so fast and like he did save her life you know multiple times multiple and he is like a one. hunky superhero multiple times and plus this superman they show that he actually went through some trauma as a kid yeah you know like he was bullied people he saved people but like got no credit and they thought he was like a freak of nature his dad literally died to protect him well i was gonna i i wrote down my notes his earth father compared to his krypton father because i thought that i feel like in a lot of ways they were similar and different. Yeah. Because they were, they were very similar because they both sacrificed their lives for him. For him and they loved him and they wanted what's best for him. But I think for what the hell what's his um what's Russell Crowe's character's name? Jorel. Jorel. For Jorel, I think that he wanted um Clark or Kal-El or whatever wanted him. I think he wanted him to become Superman at a lot faster pace. I felt that way. And then I obviously for Jonathan, he was like, when you're ready. Yeah. And once you understand everything, I want you to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I can see that. It's probably because for Jor-El is that Superman is at the time the last of his kind. Well, yeah, and he's his, it's his only hope. Yeah, so that's you know, probably there's a lot it. more urgency with it. Yeah, and thus people people on Earth though would wouldn't understand that. So I guess his Earth dad knew that like okay, you're not from here, but like 
if you're going to be on earth, like you do it on your time. Like you don't have to follow any timelines you think that you have, which it showed in the car scene. Like he thinks that he could do all this stuff. Right. But his dad's like, no, like you wait until the world is ready. And then he sacrifices. You're not my real dad. Yeah. It's like, okay. It's not like I haven't been fucking taking care of you for 33 years. Asshole. Yeah. Um, so that's the one thing that I pointed out because I thought it was just really interesting, like the dynamic between the two of them, mm-hmm. just because obviously they're parental figures in his life. But I think as far as I think they did a really good overall, a really good job with the Superman character. Yeah. As far as development goes. I think so. Like, because really- like. Because you would you would think that oh he's he has all these superpowers and stuff like he wouldn't get bullied or he wouldn't have trauma or anything but he or did. like or 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 just like not even show that everybody knows Superman across the board he's the guy right yeah so it's almost like you're gonna show him in that way and not it's like they showed a lot of the humanity behind him right. Which was a big, which was a big, and this is the other category, kind of, like, message of the movie of, like, his morality and whether or not that makes him stronger or weaker, Mm -hmm. you know? But I think as far as, like, the Superman character overall in this movie, they they did a really good job with showing his development and, and figuring himself out. So I, I, I really, I really like the movie. Yeah. When it comes to the section for characters, it is one of my type top rated in terms of points. Yeah. Um, what other characters? I liked Lois a lot. Uh-huh. I agree with you that her the romance was so rushed, but <laughs> that's fine. like ev- almost every. It's fine, movie. but I. I think at certain times she was a little overbearing. <laughs> like what was that one scene? The one scene where um Superman is like choking General Zod and General Oh Zod yeah. And he snaps his neck. Snaps his neck. Which I was like you better snap his neck. That's, I think that scene, and then she's right there. It's like, girl, like let he's Superman. Let him do what he has to do. I I think like, though she was right, that, that scene though was very. I think now rewatching it was very powerful because I think in that moment he real at the time that now he definitely is the last of his kind, and Oof. he killed the other last surviving member that he knows of. So he cried out in pain because now he no longer has a way to connect to his people because his planet's destroyed, his parents are gone. The person that could bring Kryptonians back is now dead because he just threatened to destroy Earth. Yeah, and I and think- he cries out in pain and agony. Yeah, and that was the thing too that I saw was the reason why that scene kind of lasted so long was because he was deciding about- To kill him or not. Ended- the humanity on Earth versus mm-hmm. his Krypton life and the his people. Yeah. His people and his other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's an internal struggle for sure. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Um, Didn't notice this 10 years ago. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I just, I really like, I mean, I love Amy Adams, too. Yeah. Um, and they had really good chemistry together. Like, it was very natural the way they interacted Lois and Lois and Henry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I think certain scenes, it's just like, it's just like, girl, you're a human. You're a reporter. (laughs) First of all, you're a reporter, girl. And just like, calm down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I just kind of felt that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I did like her a lot. She did really well. I think the bigger plot was those topics we discussed of like humanity and morality because what was that one Kryptonian lady's name? Which one? 
The fighter girl. Oh, I don't. Her, 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 her. I don't. That girl. You know who I'm talking about? I think so. Because she told him along the lines of like having morality is a weakness. Oh, like, right. Because they can't feel they don't have it or they no. can't feel that emotion. Like that's something he's learned on Earth. Yeah. And so I like the idea of like. I think that was a really big plot and kind of underlining storyline within the film. Yeah. You're making me think rethink my points here, Kim. Well, some what are some of your points? What are your plot points? No, not plot points. I meant like actual points. (laughs) Well, I told you that (laughs) it's almost that time, so I'm very emotional. (laughs) I I mean I was it wasn't that time for me and I cry i almost bawled out cried when his dad sacrificed himself oh that was so sad i (laughs) didn't remember that like i know his dad died but i didn't even remember like that scene yeah in that way so what are your what are some of your plot points that you liked or disliked well obviously like finding your potential yeah um, finding out who you are that's that's a common theme in a lot like most of the superhero movies yeah like finding your place with this power is it a gift is it a curse you know Um, yeah which is always it's always relatable but i liked um talking about being afraid of the unknown Mm -hmm. you know because in a lot of ways that's very true yeah i mean especially for his character because like so it they don't talk about it in this movie but if Batman and Superman was on this list, uh, he was mixed received in terms yeah, of I mean, we're gonna people watch accept- it next. So yeah. in terms of like how they people accepted him, he was mixed received. And I'm like, really? Like but even though, but even if you think about it at the end of the movie, when he was talking to the colonel, uh-huh. the colonel, wink, wink, <laughs> um, he was he he they had that conversation of how do I know you're not going to turn your back on me? You just have to trust him. You have to trust him. And it's yeah. like, I'm, you know, it's like we he's like, I grew up in Kansas, Kansas. I'm very American. Yeah. you know. <laughs> but I you kind of saw that a little bit because the, they were kind of like, how can we trust you? Yeah. And you just you know? have to. So you have to. But th- th- it kind of shows a little bit, if anything, of that mixed perception. Mm-hmm. Because again, he's a beacon of hope, but you know, you he's never not know. From, he's not. He's like separated because he looks like us, but he is not us. Yeah, it's not like he's like Captain America. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Or Batman. Or Batman. Yeah. You know? But well, I only say Captain America because he's a lot more American. Yeah, but. Um. Yeah, but I I saw that a little bit at the end. I don't know if you agree, but I agree. So I'm not good at pointing out plot points like you are, but like I can go into detail once you bring them up. Well, I literally just watched this movie like two hours ago. That's so true too. My mind. That's true um, too. So I think as far as like I find the more emotional plot points obviously are a lot more like gravitating. Right. Yeah. But again. Because again, there's a superhero formula of like, good guy saves the world from the bad guy who wants to take over, and da 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 da. Like it's <laughs> it, 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 it's on repeat. Yeah, so it's like finding those things, and I think that's ultimately like the most important thing is like the emotional stuff that people can relate to. Right. Yep. But I really enjoyed those like those light those lessons mm-hmm. in the in the film. I enjoyed it a lot. What about the well we talked a little bit about the action. Yeah, which is all I really have to say about it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's hard. It's really hard. I wrote down that Jorel gives me like Obi-Wan Kenobi vibes. <laughs> I can feel that too. See that too. Like, does he not? I mean, I kind of. It's just because he's like, go this way, go that way. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> Sure, Kim. Sure. Obi-Wan Kenobi vibes. <laughs> um, so my bonus points was then okay. when if it this is not for the movie per se, but it was it relates back to Henry Cavill, is they in one scene playing Kansas City football in the background, and he's now a Kansas City football fan. So 
that was one. And then two, I don't know if you noticed. So when he was facing Zod by himself on the construction site, right? He falls, he he gets pushed into the sign that says accidents, no accidents since this day. But as mm-hmm. soon as he hits it, it turns to zero. <laughs> <laughs> so those were my two little bonus points. I had, I'm giving one bonus point to the military girl that called him hot because i agree <laughs> uh, and and because the girl comes around and he was like, like why are you, you smiling him? she's like he's hot she's like why are you smiling she's like he's hot i'm like yes girl <laughs> and i'll give extra bonus points to like like, like that, like Henry Cavill, just like that physique, 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 physical appearance physique. is so good. <laughs> Stubble guy. Do you remember we used to call him Stubble guy? Because we didn't did, know his name. Did we? I don't remember that. Well, Julia used to. Oh, remember? Stubble. Oh, yeah. You came with us. You Stubble guy. Stubble guy, because he had all the beard and stuff. Yeah. So hot. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> so those, those are my two bonus points. Gotcha. Um, so one out of five for characters, what would you say? Four. Okay. I will say the same thing. So four points for characters from both of us. How many points one through five for plot? So originally I said three, but then after we talked, I'm going to give it a four. I'm going to do a 3.5. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because, I thought you were again, say- like I, those, the emotional things were really important, but yeah, I don't know. I really didn't like like the, the villains that much. Uh, they weren't as intriguing to me. Oh, I mean, it, all right. Put me down as three then. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I'm a three. I get, well, you got to write it down. I'm not writing. I did. For you. No, I you did. Write, okay. You know what I mean? Because like, I get where they're. I don't know. Maybe it was because like I understand where they're coming from. Because like in a lot of ways, you have to understand. But I didn't feel it. Yeah. Two. Yeah. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. I. It's just that that yeah. And then bonus points. I have two, two. bonus points. And two for me. Do we want to talk about Shazam? Sure. Let's talk about Shazam. Shazam. I like Shazam. <laughs> oh, wait, stop. Did my notes just die? Okay, no. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Podcast over if they were. So let's talk about the characters of Shazam. Now, I have seen this movie a couple of times, and it's a more recent oh. uh, DC movie. But I find that a lot of, like, I don't quite know if the char- like the kid character of Billy, mm-hmm. it's hard because they almost seem like two different characters to me. Yeah. Kid Billy and, like, Shazam Billy. Right. And so a lot of the times when, but I, well, let me say, I do think Zachary Levi is a great choice for this. It is. He is for sure. Cause it's like, what actor is an adult that embodies a kid? Yeah. And he has that like childhood, like fun. Yeah. Like, I think he's really great. Like, he's like one of those people who like it fits. Yeah. But I think that just like, that's a whole, that's a hard thing for me. Like, go, like that was a big, thing for me involving characters because i think that in a lot of ways kid billy and shazam billy can be their own two different characters but they also have to be synced and i didn't feel like it was as synced it just felt like it was cool but it just felt odd that like this kid can just transform into an adult well no it's not that it's just like the way that kid billy was and Uh, like shazam billy was mm -hmm. i felt like they were two different people because they're supposed to be the same person. I felt that Billy... The way they wrote him? Yeah. Was, okay, yeah, I can see that for sure. And so it was really hard. It was kind of hard when, like, for instance, that did 
their scene with Freddie and Billy when they're like fighting. Right. They're having that like, well, this and this and this and this. Hard for like me to like grasp at the fact that like Billy's a superhero. Or like yeah like he's he's shazam billy so he i don't know you don't i don't know <laughs> no yeah no i can i can definitely see that and like well, that's, when good- shazam was trying hard too hard not to be an adult it was weird like he was trying too hard to be an actual adult but no also- i like that i thought that was funny for some some of the jokes were funny but like i don't know it just felt for some things it just felt odd off well i mean i think the whole um um convenience store scene like that's real life yeah how many times when you like you're underage i mean don't do it i've never done this i've never done this (laughs) but like you're like pretend to be older than you are and it just looks ridiculous yeah but i think for characters like i liked a lot like all the like the family the family's so cute (laughs) they're so cute and i wrote down darla as like probably one of my favorite characters because okay let me okay well speaking of darla and maybe this will help with my my billy analogy so look at young darla and shazam darla Uh uh-huh see how it consistently transfers the way that she is yeah. From her kid character to her adult character. Yeah. And same thing with young Freddy and Shazam Freddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just felt like in that transitional period it, for Billy, it's just two different people where it was hard when he was Zachary Levi because I felt like Zachary Levi and um, the kid who played Freddy had a lot more like chemistry than the other right. two kids. And then, like, going back to it, it just felt like he was so dull and stuff. But it's like you had so much life when you were Shazam. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that yeah. make, does that help no, understand? That, yeah, that does make sense. Like, why? I mean, I get maybe why he had to act differently because he's, like, this champion or whatever, right? And now, like, he has this weight I'm saying, on his like, shoulders. I'm saying, like, more goofy stuff. No, I know that. But maybe that's why he didn't transition over from, like, kid Billy to shazam billy like it's not the same as his siblings were you know maybe because he he thought his role was different maybe but if that if that maybe they should have touched upon that more i know they touched upon it more with like zachary levi shazam but i think a lot of it they have to go back to the fact that like he is a kid yeah doing this and like have and like having those grown-up like moments or aha moments when he's a kid yeah like you said he's a kid ultimately being a superhero he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing no no and it it shows and and i think that's a great part about it is like he doesn't know what he's like i don't know what i'm doing yeah no idea what i'm doing yeah crazy and of course Um, his brother does because he knows all about superheroes well i was gonna say and it's really cool that they have like the whole like it's in the world of like where Superman and Batman and exist, yeah. Aquaman exists and stuff and all those little like Easter eggs with that and stuff. But that was the one thing for me is like, I just felt like there wasn't cohesion between like adult Billy and young Billy. But that's kind of my one thing with the characters. I think the, the rest of the family, like the kids were really like, they were really good. Right. Yeah. I think they were, and the parents, it was, it was cute. And again, like, that's really relatable and stuff. Normal superhero plot. Normal superhero plot. But, I mean, in comparison to the last Man of Steel, I felt for this kid more. A lot more. Yeah. Because, like, he found who his parent, his mom was, and, like, his mom didn't want him. No, I'm talking about the villain. Oh. Danielle, fucking pay attention. I said comparatively to Man of Steel, this does better at making me like um emote and feel for the villain. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. I just said that. <laughs> That's because we're talking about the plot. Yeah. So it makes I liked it a little bit better in that regard because um 
I felt like I saw it and I felt for him a lot more. It still kind of was lackluster, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I you could definitely relate more to this villain because I definitely think they showed more of his stuff. Like for Amanda Steele, like they're just like, this is odd. Like, here you go, you know? Yeah. But for this, they went more into detail about how he became the way that he was. And nothing for nothing. I don't blame him. I mean, he went no, to extremes. But, that, but that's the thing. It's like yeah. you feel for him. I felt like like you understand when he's coming from. Like, Because mm-hmm. even where in Man of Steel, you understand where the Kryptonians are. That's their name, right? Yeah. Coming from, but I f- didn't feel it. Right. Where I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, maybe he is right. And maybe he should do this. You know? <laughs> but I felt it a little more with this one. I did for sure, too. The action, the action was a lot better, I'd say, in this one. It still had those elements of, like, the, the Man of Steel where they're flying into buildings and this and that. I I thought the action was okay. It didn't help that the movie I watched before this was Birds of Prey. Fair so, enough. Uh, so the action was, like, it's kind of, like, Superman-ish a little bit. Yeah. You know? they, of course, he was more hands-on, I feel like. Yeah, but, I agree. But it's still like, eh. eh, eh. So. It's a really, it's a cute movie. It is a cute movie. It's very it family a- oriented. Yeah. For sure. Bonus points is a lot of them had to do with jokes that were made. Like, mm-hmm. golden get swole jokes. Like, Yes! Pedro's <laughs> trying to get swole. Yeah, and then uh, Gino Stakes in Philly's an actual... This is surprising out of all the movies so far in terms of cities i think philadelphia is the only real city that they've used to so far yeah so is it philly or it's not pittsburgh right it's, it's philly, philly. Yeah. yeah um and then all the other bonus points were just like jokes like you know my one bonus point joke is um the strip club scene that was really funny <laughs> that was funny why can't i see She's like, he has glitter. Can I have glitter? She's like, no. No. <laughs> no. Like, really? That's the one place you thought of? I like that one. And I liked the when they all have their hand on the staff. He's like, say my name. And they're like, Billy. And they're like, no. <laughs> that was funny, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely fun. The funniest one out of all yeah, the movies. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I think it's a good, like. They probably good- did that, though, because it was very kid based points we get to the points characters three oh, yeah i <laughs> like i want to give it because i really like the family i like the family like more than i like billy or <laughs> yeah the family so was i'm gonna the best i'm part. gonna give it like a 2.5 okay i know that's really bad but that's everyone, okay. Everyone, don't kill me. Do not kill me. <laughs> okay, what about the plot? A three. I give it a two. Oh. Um, action? Two. I give the action 3.5. Okay. I actually liked it. It was mm-hmm. cute. And bonus points. I have two bonus points. Oh, I had four. I just don't remember all of them. That's okay. <laughs> You know what? No, I'm going to do three bonus points because I like that it's in the universe of the superheroes and stuff. Yeah. I thought that was cool that they talked about it. Oh, and another thing, too, when he threw the the, the battering at the guy. Uh-huh. That was funny. <laughs> um, uh, What is it? A side note. Did you feel like after watching this movie that Shazam is stronger than Superman? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he literally is Superman. He has yeah. all Superman's powers. Yeah, exactly. Besides, like the laser eye stuff. But he can shoot stuff out and of his hand. So what's the, the breath? Same, same, but different. I yeah. thought the same fucking thing, and I yeah. was like, he literally, like, is he not Superman? So I looked it up, and I'm like, is Shazam stronger than Superman? And a lot of people said yes, and I'm like, oh, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting playing out. I thought the same thing, the- and I was like literally you're a superman the one next movie that's supposed to come out is black adam who is the missing person from the 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 chair the table or the circle of wizards that's the yeah. car- the person that's missing from the seven it's so. dwayne the dwayne dwayne 
Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. Yeah, an actual like full-fledged villain. I thought movie. the same thing. Yeah. I forgot what scene up. I think it was the one scene after the like he saved the bus. Yeah. And he was fighting with the the guy. Yeah. And I was like, he literally is fucking Superman. Okay, well, let's talk about Birds of Prey because you sure. mentioned it. Oh. Birds of Prey. That was this was the one movie that I watched like two days like the day before by my on my own. Not uh-huh. all in one. Um I like Birds of Prey. I did too. I know a lot of people again didn't like it. I when I talked to Kevin I think out of all of the movies, this and maybe even Shazam, this is the one movie that kind of can like is can stand on its own in the sense of like the normal person can watch it. Yeah, I agree for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's kind of what I like about it. Yeah, so when I before I watched it, Kevin's like, I wasn't able to finish it. I'm like, really? Like, I didn't ask for an explanation why, but it might be that they didn't that he didn't like it. But I actually enjoyed it a lot. I first think first Ewan McGregor as a villain plays an amazing villain. Okay. Uh, Oh no, she's like, I always think he's Obi Wan Kenobi. No, 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 no. I, I think that. I mean, maybe it's just I don't know about like the whole character of Black Mask, uh-huh. but there were po- there were certain parts of his portrayal of him that I lo- loved, yeah. and there were certain points that I didn't love. Like some, I, maybe certain times it just felt like a lot, but maybe that's just the character. There could, are other points. I, I don't know I much love. about the character either. Again, we don't they, know anything because they introduced him and then he's dead. So, yeah. Uh. So he's but, not coming um, back anytime soon. For instance, the scene where he kind of has that temper tantrum and he's throwing the pillows and shit. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> I thought it was so fun. I'm like, this is me. Like, this reminds me. I thought like, that was I thought that was a good trail of like good portrayal of being extra. Yeah. Was, like I would fucking do. Like, I just I don't know. And then certain things, it was just a lot. But maybe that's and and it's not a bad performance. I think he's a great choice for that. Yeah. But I now that I think about it, for some of the characters, they didn't go much into detail about who they were. They just kind of were like so, here they are. So you let's know? go into the characters then. First we have Harley Har- Quinn, obviously. Obviously uh margot robbie who plays her and the characters super well yeah oh boy okay it's gonna oh and he's gone what Uh, he says dinner so but um margot robbie does a really good job of playing harley quinn yeah she is harley quinn she is harley quinn so um and I i think they do a really good job writing writing her story for this but the thing is we already have background from the suicide squad beforehand right well the thing about this movie is that it's post breakup with the joker and obviously it's it's very much a leading factor in all of her decisions in the film like she's going through her breakup breakup all of the mental stuff that you go through after you break up of are you worthy how they treated you how you treat others how you see others i think that's a really good job of kind of like bringing her humanity into into all her decision making all her decision making um i liked a lot how they brought in her psychology yeah into this film because I know for Suicide Squad, the first one, they had a scene like that, but they cut it out. Yeah. I watched like the director's, the extra thing. So I liked how they, they brought that in. They also brought in the roller skating. Yeah. Which is, I know it's big for her character as well. And obviously those things are important because I think the big influence with that is because Margot Robbie was a producer on this movie. Oh, for sure. So she can make all the executive decisions behind it. But as far as Har- Harley, I think um, I really those were kind of my favorite things regard- regarding her um, adding those those things that kind that make her really like dangerous. Harley Quinn. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, because she doesn't have any superpowers. Like yeah, she's but like she's the Joker. Be, like, but she's supposed to be as bad as the Joker. Or and, even she is. And, and she, she is. And she is. And and they brought a lot of those elements of her fighting style, her psychology and stuff, and this and that. So I really like that part. And obviously they like I'll go into the next part, but she was one of my favorite characters. I really like Cassandra. Oh, little Cassandra. Little Cassandra. I mean, but it's a little Cassandra. Yeah. Um, I thought she was really cute. I liked her a lot. Yeah, she was pretty cute. The kid. <laughs> um, but I think my favorite character in the movie is Black Canary. Oh, really? I really liked her. Uh, I don't know if I I like for this movie. I don't think I really have a favorite character of mine that stands out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think overall, I I felt like they were all on equal playing fields. They were all on equal playing fields, but also like, too like like one was like exceptionally better. Like it's not like Harley was exceptionally better. Like a character as the others, right? It's just I don't think they just took a lot of time to introduce the characters, really. Like, for some more than others, they went more into detail. Like, the whole reasoning behind why they're going after this diamond plays more into the one character of the Huntress than the other other characters. So, right. they of course, they're going to go more into detail about her. Mm-hmm. But Black Canary, I thought she was dope. I thought the I actress she- for her was really good. Journey Smollett? Yeah. I do, too. And I like that they did a different look for her as well. Right. You know, um, but I just thought she was I thought she was my she was my favorite character in it for sure. I just thought she was really especially like her scene with Cassandra uh-huh. on the stairwell was really cute. Yeah. And sentimental. Um, I mean, if it wasn't for her, then no one would have tried to save the kid. Well, that's the thing, too. Like her relationship with Cassandra was like really protective and stuff, which I yeah. liked. Um. I love how she ate the diamond. That was. Really- <laughs> She's like, I ate it. She- Harley's like, what? There's two ways we're getting this out of the you. laxatives. Yeah, or th- we're gonna cut you open. Um, but I watched a couple interviews with like the actors in it, and the whole idea of like is being emancipated from something, which goes into like the plot. We can go into plot and stuff about mm-hmm. it. Um, which I thought was a really cool concept of like getting free freedom something i definitely think that plays plays a lot into this because just how the joker is as a character and the Mm -hmm. way he treated harley quinn which was like shit you know excuse my language it's It's abusive it's not even abusive it's like a whole nother level of abusive when it comes yeah it's like it's like a horror movie yeah it's like it's like trauma I mean, like, I don't know. I would not fall in a vat of toxic waste for anyone. Like, like that's trauma in itself. But right, and I think yeah, and they right, and a lot of it has to do with the fact, and they kind of go with Harley's backstory a little bit in the beginning, but just her upbringing wasn't the best and stuff. Yeah. no, There's a reason it, why you do certain things, obviously. That's yeah, and still clingy to it, personally. Right, and this is all. This movie was about her finding who she was without him, because she yeah. thought that she couldn't do anything without him, because no. he was her protective shield. Even though that he was such a sit- shitty partner to her, like yeah, if Joker was since she was Joker's girl, no one would touch her. But now and, since she's vulnerable, she's right. Open season. And she has to make decisions on her own. Yeah. And also, too, like, side note, they go into this aspect of her too, in the most recent Suicide Squad, too. Um, which I liked. But yeah. I think, like, that that was a really cool concept of, like, being free. So, like, even with the Huntress, like, getting her revenge. Right. On the people who killed her family. Being free of that just emotional burden and, like, like years of, like finding vengeance it took her forever to come back and be like well i mean she was like a kid yeah but like that that eats up at you too so i thought that was really cool um i i think i think as far as like plot as far as like um 
villain and super, she's not even superhero. Like this was a lot better. It like, was. Equal, it was out of the norm. Understanding. It was clear understanding, but also it was out of the norm because in comic book speaking, right? Harley Quinn's the villain. Birds of Prey are actually superheroes. Yeah. So, but this doesn't follow the normal superhero movie i mean it does because like there's a bad guy and comes at the but end. i also but i th- i think what i'm trying to say is that like sometimes in superhero movies the villain isn't as important as a superhero yeah not as equal yeah and oh there's certain, for sure there's certain movies here that like even for shazam like we just talked about i think here like it's a very equal like like black mask it's like as a a it's like Batman and Joker. They're equal uh-huh. in popularity and knowledge. I feel like right. that's kind of the same way with this one. Right. It's not like one is better than the other. Overshadows or, the other. Yeah. Yeah. That's what kind I of like how Man of Steel was. Superman yeah. overshowered showered Zod. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, the action. This was my top rated action one for sure i agree i fuck that carnival scene that was really good and also too i guess with actions a lot of like the the filming of the movie and like the way that things were shot like for example the scene where um renee montoya is at the crime scene of those dead people and Mm -hmm. it's kind of the moving shot where it's moving and then it changes to the huntress murdering them and then it goes back to her like those things were really cool too um but yeah the action scene with all the girls it was very whimsical in terms of not only action but filming so very what whimsical yeah okay go you know like no, how they, sh- they like well the way you just describe how they shot that one scene it's very mm. whimsical and how they did it so they kind mm-hmm. of followed that pattern for like a lot of yeah. the action scenes you know like, yeah and obviously different it, points of view going on at the same time yeah you know like not you know like non-traditional not a, lot of, not a lot of cuts yeah one shot stuff like um I was gonna say, I mean, this is the, the movie with the 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 hand to hand combat that you yeah, wanted. It is, thank goodness. It is. It really is. Um, I like, I like, um, and like a lot of practicality too. Yeah, I like the part in the carnival fight scene where they were kind of like tossing Cassandra around. Yeah. Like, don't worry. They're like, don't worry, kid. We don't expect you to know any of this. And they're like <laughs> tossing her around to make sure she's okay. Mm-hmm. I like that part. I liked when Harley gave Canary a hair tie because, like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, you, how are you going to fight with your hair? Yeah, down? you you want a hair tie. Yeah. Um, Just things like that. Like, and I think those are always, like, that specific thing is, like, that's, like, you can tell that's such, like, a woman's touch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, like, I appreciate. Like, it was directed by a woman. It's all woman, or f- not all woman, like, female oh, front. Yeah. Ass. You know, like, th- those are the things that, like, I appreciate. So those definitely get bonus points for me. But, yeah, the action was great. I really like this movie. And, again, I think it's one of those movies because because Harley Quinn, I think, cinematically, or, like, cinematically speaking, because Jared Leto's Joker is Jared's Leto's Joker uh-huh. um, has surpassed the Joker character, I think. Sure. Cin- cinema- okay, within this... Okay. Okay, okay. These 10 movies. I, I think in general, because everybody loves Harley Quinn. I mean, listen. Heath Ledger's Joker is iconic. <laughs> Like, I don't put him into that category. Like, he's uh, on his own. He's on his own. He's on the top of the world. Of course. Okay. As long as we have an understanding for that. But, like, in this DC... Of course. No, of for course. For how they're portraying Joker in these new recent movies, yes. Like, do you want to see Joker or do you want to see Harley? I'd rather see Harley. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I'd rather see Harley. God, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Heath Ledger's Joker. Everybody knows that's the best Joker. Like that's <laughs> like we're not talking about that. So for characters, I give the characters I really like them. I give them a four. I give them a three. Okay. Um 
plot? Um, I said, I might, I might have to change this. I originally said four because I like the movie way better. Mm-hmm. But I might give it a three just because the character developments are not what I particularly liked. I'm going to give it a three as well. Okay. Um, action. Four. Four. I give it a four. It's really, it's, it's the hand. I, even just like in video games, I just prefer the hand to hand, like yeah. combat style. Like I, like I can't with like Call of Duty and the like gun games. I just, it's not my thing. Um, bonus points. I didn't have any surprisingly. Um, oh, I'm going to give it, I'm going to make it two bonus points because the movie had a great soundtrack to go along with it. Okay, true. Because, like, you know how, like, it, it was made for the movie. Yeah. So I'm going to give that two bonus points. That's the one thing that I... Because, like, that's what I was excited about as well when the movie came out was the soundtrack. Right. Similar to how, like, Suicide Squad in 2016 had, like, a soundtrack to go along with it. Yeah. You know? So I, that's that's what I'm going to... I give two bonus points for that. Okay. So 